everybody. Uh, it's Pastor Jesse here. I'm doing live at Lunch and Touch Different today. I mean, obviously, I mean, if Pastor Seth and Pastor Steve, producer Steve today, have had to do it this much, uh, the least I could do is, oh my God! No, totally kidding. Not driving. Um, not driving today. Have somebody else driving. And, uh, we are excited to kick off this study. Pastor Seth is in North Carolina hiking currently. Pastor Steve, producer Steve, is back at the homestead. And I am on a road trip with my friend Guy Grigg. And we are going to see our friend and worship leader at Magnolia's First, Claiborne Ross, finish a massive trek in a canoe. 265 miles. He started in San Marcos, Texas, and he is going to finish at Swan Point in Sea Drift, Texas. That's true. He's going to go. He has been that far, and I want to be there when he finishes around 2 o'clock today. That'll be 77 hours canoeing. Hey, Alice. Glad you're here. Uh, Always a pleasure, you know that. Number one fan hasn't missed an episode that I know of. So we're uh, we're today's just a touch different. The study still the same, and uh, we're just headed down the road. Uh, we've been going through a series called basically on the idea of teaching us to pray. How should we pray? And uh, as that study has unfolded, we've realized that when, when, when the disciples asked Jesus, hey, how should we pray? What do we do? What, what's the right thing? There's a lot of people that do it a lot of different ways. Jesus gave them a framework. Uh, it's not necessarily a mantra for us to chant, but our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, right? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation. Deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So that's the Lord's Prayer. It, in my opinion, is a should be called Jesus' Prayer Template. The Lord's Prayer would be something that he prayed. Uh, John, we've talked about this already. The book of John wonderfully walks us through a powerful prayer of Jesus before his his arrest uh, of his prayer for us. And so that's what I think we should consider the Lord's Prayer. I think this is the Jesus Prayer template. And it's a great way for you and I, because in Jesus' amazing way, left us something that would be applicable for 2,000 plus years. For 2,000 years, we have been given something to do when we don't know what to do. We can start here and we can walk through these steps. And I love this study because it takes each part and breaks it down. Another book, I think we mentioned this last week, that does this well is the book Prayer by Tim Keller. How they recommend it. It's a fantastic book. I've listened to it on audio and it walks through each phase where each phase came from, how how we can use that, apply that, and dwell on that. So another additional resource if you're interested in that. Um, but 
we are picking up on the phrase, thy kingdom come. And, and that's an interesting concept. The concept is the fact that everything in our life is asking for our kingdom to come, right? We're living a life that benefits ourselves. We're trying, you know, we're not doing that on purpose. We're trying our very best, but, but oftentimes just based on the conditions we find ourselves in, we're angling towards our benefit, our gain, our win, our victory, our, we get the biggest piece. We made the best decision. We got the furthest, fastest in line. We're in our case right now, traffic, right? We're, we're maneuvering our lives in a way that is solely and intentionally and uh, without any sort of pushback from anyone else except for their pursuit of doing the same thing to benefit ourselves. And that's what this prayer was in opposition of. No, Lord, we want to we want to acknowledge where you are. We want to acknowledge the beauty, the majesty, and the, the depth of your name. And we want to also ask that your kingdom would come here, that your your ways and your laws and the, the things that you give us to do and the ways that you show us to treat others, that rule and that that standard would be prevalent in our lives and in the way we live, in the community that we foster, in the way that we breathe that. And so it gives us depth and it gives us some intentionality to see that this isn't really supposed to be us at the center. Um, I get it, right? I have kids, guy has kids, we, we have kids. Um, we love our kids and, and the worst thing I could do for my kids, and, and I haven't always succeeded at this, is put them at the very center of my life to make them the most important thing. It, it's not that they aren't valued, loved, and cared for. It's that if I'm not careful, what's the point? So what's the point? I'm teaching them that their value is found in what they, in their value is found in themselves. And that's, that's a horrible thing. So that is the kingdom that we're offering and Jesus is offering. And as he teaches his disciples that, and I think it's important to note that when we follow the life of Christ, when we see the pattern of God's influence, obviously, I mean, this seems even silly to say, but there is chaos, but God is not a part of it. God does not breed, produce, or make chaos. That is our nature. That is our bend, the, the, the whole the whole universe was chaotic. It was just parts and pieces, non-existent matter. But God took those things and took them from non-existence, existence and needs and orders that didn't even matter to a thing that worked well and not just worked well, but worked in peace and harmony. Worked in a way that, that benefited everyone that was willing living in it. And so when we live our lives, we need to track what kingdom we're living for. And that can often be tracked, not by our personal peace and affluence, but by the way we see God using 
doing and working in all of us, all around us, because he is not a breeder of chaos. Uh, Ephesians 2, 1 through 10, if you've watched this, you know that's my favorite passage in all the scriptures. And it talks about that at our very nature, our very nature, not, not something we learn, not a behavior we acquire, not, you know, if you watched, I was sitting right now and you watched my dad, you would see my dad sitting the same way. And you would say, well, how do, I don't know. Well, he never said sit like this, but somehow I learned that, right? That's not a, but my nature, the things about me are very much against the things of God. By my very nature, I'm a child of wrath. By my very nature, when I was born, I was dead to my sins. We all were. But God, so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much. What did he do? He brought it all together to work it all out. And he took away my sin and he brought these things together. So when we pray, your kingdom come, as it said in the study, we're praying that God would use the things that I'm averse to and instill them in my life and give me something to live for and that he would do something I could never do. We aren't talking about try harder here. We're talking about submitting and letting the one who can do. We offer nothing to the kingdom except, same passage, Ephesians 2, so that God did this so that he could raise us up later and point to us of marks of his goodness, not ours. So... We're kind of got off pretty hot. I see past. I see producer Steve is posting in there uh, some links and some things that we need uh, to do. This is a right now study. Uh, it's it's I, I think it's called how should we pray or I can't I can't apparently when you're in this position you can't remember because Seth always forgets. Um, but I can't remember the life of me. Hopefully, producer Steve puts it in there. If he would text me directly what it's called, I'd really appreciate it. Um, so it's a Right Now Media study. If you don't have Right Now Media, come on. Of the seven people watching, you guys haven't heard us say this before. Right Now Media, it's available on our website. It's phenomenal. Teach us to pray. Oh, Rainy Westmoreland, first time ever watching, maybe. Uh, thank you, Rainy. Uh, so... If you don't have Right Now Media, get it. It's easy to get. Producer Steve has put the link in the, the notes here, uh, the comments. Go down, do that. We we love it. Uh, I I couldn't love it anymore. And uh, it's uh, it's something that I believe is invaluable. If you struggle with finding a way to engage with with the text, with the scripture, find a video, find something you're interested in, and dig in. Um, it's a beautiful, wonderful way uh, to do that. And I think you'll find your kids and you will suddenly have things that will engage you. Suddenly things that will walk you into uh, conversation spiritually based on a song they're singing. It happens at my house. All of a sudden some kid, one of my kids, some kids, not a random kid normally, but sometimes it is a random kid. Uh, but they're singing, you know, a song. And I'm like, where did you hear that song? It's my favorite song from church. Or we watched it on Bible Man. Bible Man's a Right Now Media app. Uh, for a long time, my kids were saying, Dad, can you put the Orange app back on the television? 
I'm sad to say for two weeks, I didn't know what they're talking about. The orange app is the right now media. My bad. Sorry about that. So we're back online. Uh, the orange app is still rocking and, uh, you hear Bible man fire up sometimes. And, uh, and you hear other shows they like to watch. So, uh, okay. All right. We're getting it down. Okay. I feel, uh, we're, you know, I think when I said I didn't care how fast you went, didn't mean it. Um, yeah, I'd like you to slow down because of fear and I'm also on a juice cleanse. Yeah. Um, started on a juice cleanse today. So luckily, luckily, um, this is day one of that juice cleanse. And the reason I say luckily is because I'm not sure how my attitude's going to be the remaining six days of this cleanse. So I've already sent a text to members of my family and said, I'm sorry for the things I said during my juice cleanse. So, um, that attitude that I just purveyed, that was real. But the, the right attitude is an attitude where we are acknowledging that what Jesse wants, needs, and desires is subsequent, lesser, and irrelevant to the kingdom that God is trying to establish, not against me, but through me. I am a conduit of the kingdom of God. I'm a living ambassador, not just a hired servant. I am someone sent from the throne room to the world to live out a faith that brings the kingdom of God where I am going. And where I am going, you aren't going, right? I'm going to Cuesta, New Mexico, and you're going to your office, or you're going to your house, or you're going to your neighbor's house. And wherever we go, we're taking what Christ has done inside of us, the reality of our death, the reality. Okay, uh, sorry about that. Uh, iPhone overheating. And uh, that's on me, and I'm sorry about that. We're going to just wrap up. Uh, we miss Pastor Seth. We desperately hope that he comes home safe. Thank you, Producer Steve. Keep walking through the Lord's Prayer. Is nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a great template to find and to look and to guide you through. Yeah, should should it be something you repeat every day? No. But there's nothing wrong with using it as a framework for your prayer life. And uh, I highly recommend it. So, sorry about my iPhone. We miss Pastor Seth. He'll be back next week. I don't think I'll be here next week. Shocker. Uh, so, we're, we're going to get back uh, together soon. And as you guys know, we're, we're making a move to New Mexico. And as much as I'd like to commit, there's going to be some days that I miss. But... But the more, uh, the more concrete our life gets there, uh, the more consistent I think I'll be uh, with Live and Lunch. So we love you guys. We thank you so much for all that you do. And uh, we look forward uh, to seeing you next week. And I'll be praying for you.